Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat And let's jump into today's episode. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. Today, I am sharing with you another coaching call, and this is with one of my clients, Ashley Reinhardt. She is a joy and a pleasure to work with. We have been working together at this point for over 20 weeks, and I am super excited that we still have a whole list of dates on the calendar to continue working together. And while I would almost say this is an unusual coaching call because we're talking so much about business and I don't dub myself a business coach, I would be lying because every one of my clients right now is an entrepreneur, whether they are an author, a brick and mortar cafe or an a brick and mortar cafe owner or coaches themselves in some realm. So I think it's funny the way that God works because I'm not a business coach, like I had said, which is maybe something I am just adamantly standing against on account of my own trauma related to a business consultancy firm that I used to own and operate. However, I digress. Um, Not only do Ashley and I dig into mindset around some of the things that are coming up in her business. But we also spent the second portion of this coaching call that is not being shared today, digging into some strategy around her landing page and the systems in which her clients follow to get into her free challenges and programs and everything that she has going on. So without further ado, I bring you this coaching call with Ashley as we dig into some of that mindset as well as a little bit of strategy surrounding social media and some past traumas that she's had tied to it. Enjoy. Okay. So, um, you said you wanted to start with, you did like the mindset reset workbook around social media mindset. Yes. I did not do the workbook. Um, in general, I, have really, um, I've hidden myself on social media for the last almost two years. Um, and I've wanted to delete, to delete my accounts multiple times and all of that. Um, because I have focused on the negative and I can decide if I want to focus on the negative or the positive. Um, and so, you know, I just, I recognize that God's calling me to social media. I have a voice. I have a way with words. Um, I want to do his will and we need more people like that on social media. And so I recognize my place there. <laughs> um, 
it's it's not what my flesh wants to do but that's not really that doesn't matter so so what came up when you when you were processing through some of that mm, that it's a lot of work social and media is yes um I think one came up that I have got to be intentional with my time because it's a time suck just like anything else or you know I mean like it, it has always been I should say so I've got to be more intentional with my time with that um and making sure that I'm pouring in like you know whether it's to the right groups or to the right you know whatever um and just how I'm spending my time there um I'm not as worried about like the trolls for lack of a nicer term because I don't care. I'll just block you and delete you. Like I, that is one thing that I have definitely overcome in the last year and a half. Um, so anyway, so I think at this point, it's mostly like making the best of my time and it's also making time in my day. Cause usually it's my, my quiet time with the Lord ends up turning into, at least it used to, it would turn into social media posts, you know, like the things that he was encouraging me to say and share. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've just been trying so hard to focus on him that I don't always, I'm like, no, no, we're not transitioning to social media. Like, don't take it there. And I'm like, is it you taking it there or is it the Lord? <laughs> like, so. That's what comes up. And I'm not sure why my voice shakes when I talk about it. But. Was there an experience or something that you had with social media that? Yep. July, 2020. I put, I uh, shared about your voice in truth. And it was a Thomas Jefferson quote about slavery. And oh boy, I got called all kinds of racist and blah, 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 crazy things. It completely blew up. Wow. And that shut me down. I still stood by my words, but no matter what I said, people heard what they wanted to hear. Right. And so I mean, I ended up blocking a lot of people and they ended up finding me on my business page. I closed my business page at that point, like unpublished it. Yeah. And, um, and these are like people that I knew from college. Like, these aren't like, I mean, some of them are random, but um, so yeah. And I didn't even recognize it at the time, but that really, I allowed that to really get my mind for a long time. Yeah. Um, Sounds like some of it might still be there. Yeah, maybe a little bit. But, you know, and that's the thing I haven't really, I haven't shared and a post that would bring up adversity, which is a big thing, right? Like, it's like, I have mm. to do it and allow it to come back up. I know how to handle it, but I still have to go through those steps of handling it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or I feel like I know how, I guess. What if it was just people who were committed to misunderstanding you? Most definitely nothing to do with you, not even to do with what you said, just people mm -hmm. who are like, she stands for everything I'm against, you know? And like, yeah. I, I invited a girl to Thanksgiving at our house one time and made her cry and lost several friendships over it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I made, she was just emotional and committed to misunderstanding me. And then went and called all of the girlfriends in our little circle and mm -hmm. even all of their husbands stopped wanting to hang out with Robbie or couldn't hang out with Robbie because mm -hmm. Sasha was a B word or whatever, you know, like mm -hmm. they were just committed to misunderstanding me. But for so long, I allowed that to mean something about me, like years afraid to make friendships, afraid to say the wrong thing, got into this people pleasing mentality. Mm 
-hmm. when really it was going back, looking at that situation, like I did nothing wrong. Right. It was just like, there, there was obviously something or, or a period of time that was like building up to this. Um, and I think, I believe you made the right choice and just getting rid of people who are like that, who are committed to misunderstanding you, who are just negative. Like you had said, I don't even care about the negative Nancy's anymore. I'll just delete them. Great. Mm -hmm. So in terms of like social media, I wanted to ask, like, is there a way that you could do social media, not on social media? And, and I say this in a sense that like a lot of times when I have these, it sounds like you have this time with God that he ends Mm -hmm. up giving you these downloads that you're like, oh yeah, I could write about this and I could share about that. Or like he inspires your heart to say something. And it's like, this is really awesome. This is what my coach really taught us to do and bringing God in as like the CEO of your business, right. To like you be your business partner and Mm -hmm. asking him, who are you calling me to serve? And how do you want me to serve them? Like, what will you have me share today? Right. And using those moments different than your quiet time and your Bible time. Right. But to ask him to, to show you what to share. And when I do that, I will then go to like a third party app. Um, like I have the plan app or, um, the Planoly app, or I have this other one, I forget what it's called. Um, but I will go in there and put my good photos in there and then I'll write my copy in there, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that I want to share. And I'm not actually in social media. So it mm-hmm. helps me not get distracted in the scroll or, or take a whole lot of time. It's like, you know, I'm going to take five or 10 minutes right now to sit down and write this copy, or I have another system in place where I could, you know, in those quiet times with God, I have a little notepad or something where I write down those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to keep my phone with me, but sometimes they come to me when I have my phone and I'll text them to myself mm-hmm. and then making sure I have time set aside later in the day or later in the week to actually take those little downloads and little jot notes, um, and turn them into more copy to be able to post. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of that, does that sound like something that might be beneficial to you or? Yes. And I do that. The- yes. Um, I do that now. I use my phone notes and put it in there. Uh, actually, now, well, this is the problem. I use my phone notes. I use my Google Docs. I use, right? Like they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I need to set, what really stuck out to me was set aside time. Like I have got to set aside time to go back and be intentional with that and not feel bad that you're on social media or, you're on, you know, whatever. Um, but I, I don't do well to just do it in the moment. I have to kind of think and process and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so those apps are they like are they could you set them like as a calendar or is it more just like a it's just a note section that helps you organize so um I don't use a lot of the features that are on them it's just like a dumping ground for me um so like one of them you can do like all these are different pictures Right. Mm-hmm. And you can even look it up and set it up as the, as your grid. Um, and then when you click on it, you can, it gives you space to like, you can't even see this Write out the copy. Oh. Okay. And okay. then down below, you can even pick hashtags and create hashtag groups. Okay. So you can just like 
attach your hashtag group to that. Um, and then you can schedule the posts as well. Um, which one is that? This one is, it's called preview. Is it just spelled like preview or is mm -hmm. it something funny? Okay. Yep. And I don't know if you have to pay to be able to schedule them, but okay. it also has an area where you can plan your IGTVs and plan your reels. Okay. Um, so you can even add like the long form videos or short form videos into there. Um, and then it does have a calendar at the top where you can look at the weekly view or the monthly view and schedule things, but you might have to pay to be able to schedule them, but then it will automatically post for you. Right. Okay. Um, to me, I want more in the moment control. I want to know what I'm yeah. posting when, like I'm not, yeah, I'm I not agree. to that. Um, so I've used that one for a long time. Um, on my iPad and my, I used to have it on my iPhone, but I switched on my iPhone. Now I'm using one called plan with two N's. Okay. Um, and it's a little bit different. It pulls through your actual Instagram feed. So you can see what's on your Instagram feed. Okay. And then, um, kind of same thing. It's got all of just the little blocks. And then you can type the copy. The hashtags are not as user-friendly in here. Okay. Um, and then you can schedule posts. I think even if you don't have it paid for, but again. Okay. Um, and so I use that to write my posts because two things. One, it they block you out at like the 2200 character mark. So it meets oh, Instagram awesome. requirements. Um, and then it copy. Once you're ready to post, it'll copy it. It'll save the picture, copy your caption, open up Instagram automatically. You, it already has the picture there. You just paste the caption and then I go straight to Facebook and do the same thing. And That's sometimes awesome. I'll go straight to like my business page and do the same thing. Okay. Um, okay. Thank and you. so it makes it simple for me to not have to be on social media to do that because I'll mm -hmm. go on social media to make a post. And next thing you know, I'm scrolling for a half hour or something. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. um, I bring that up because I was wondering, is that what you're meaning? And it takes a lot of time. Yes. And you have yes. to be intentional with it because it's a time suck. Yes. Yep. Um, what about your statement? It's a lot of work. Is that like, is that within that same, <laughs> that is wrapped around, um, Back whenever I used to run a group, I ran a group for a few years um, of, it was really based around Young Living Oils, um, but it was also like toxin-free living and that sort of thing. And it's, it's, a, it's a lot of work to create the post, to stay up on it, to then not have much engagement, which is an emotional, like that's a lot emotionally, mm -hmm. which I am not as much tied to like the likes and comments and all of that as I used to be, except I do understand the algorithm and you know, it being seen. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, and I have, um, I would say I probably have some, I've worked, I, I have figured out that a lot of my issues on this whole toxin-free journey has been how things didn't work out with young living. Mm. And so, um, and I'm, I'm okay with that. And God called me away for a reason and I don't want to be there, but there's still emotions around that like I still spent years of my life there you know yeah and that was where my toxin-free journey started um and it is still to me and I still use it young living love it like that's fine but 
Um, it's, I think I kind of struggle because it's easier for me to say, go buy their hand soap, their house cleaner, their toothpaste, their, right? It's just simple. I trust the company. Um, so it makes more work for me. It would be a lot easier for me to say, go sign up with Young Living. I don't even care if it's under me and let them do the thinking for you. But that's not what I'm supposed to do, you know? So there's that too. So I think we need to dig into some of this because I think it's a block for you of like why social media is a lot of work, or I think it's getting in the way of what you're actually trying to pursue right now. So what, maybe you can tell me more about like the goal with, with young living in that group and what you're going for, or maybe, maybe the result of like what actually happened, um, to, or, or do you know exactly like what it is with all um, of that? that's standing in your way now? I would say I'm struggling with finding what the right platform is to share because I, you know, I have a touch of like, you call me a conspiracy theorist or whatever you want. I don't care <laughs> that I'm like, what are we looking at at the future of social media? What, where do you put in the most time that you are going to get the bang for your buck? You know, like, do I want to put all my time into Facebook to have it implode because the creator of it leaves a lot to be desired, you know? So it's just little things like that, that I'm like, but is that an excuse? Probably. I can recognize that because that information can be copied and pasted somewhere else later on, you know, and those are the types of things that I have to remind myself of. Um, so there's that. I truly think it doesn't matter in terms of like, my business is only going to be successful if I really focus on Facebook and mm -hmm. I have to be in this icky space or mm -hmm. my business is only going to be successful if I'm on Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think no matter what you choose, it'll be successful as long as you're showing up and speaking to your audience. And so it comes down to choosing a place that feels good for you because if Facebook feels gross to you, if running a Facebook group makes you feel icky and like, it's too much work and whatever else, like all of that energy is going to show up in what you're putting out there and people are going to be able to pick up on that. And so yeah, if, if TikTok feels good to you, if Instagram feels good to you, if Facebook feels good to you, if there's something else out there, MeWe or whatever, um, there's so many more now there's the mighty networks. There's, uh, I don't even know what, but is there a space out there that feels good for you that you like enjoy that you feel like you see a lot of, um, maybe content in your niche or in your industry showing up that, that people are receiving well? I feel like, I feel like Instagram is well received for my niche, but I, I don't, I think Instagram is much less personal. Like I like, I like the groups of Facebook. I like the way that you can <clears throat> individualize like your group, your whatever to your people, you know, and love on them one-on-one -on -one in those community settings and encourage people. I, I do. I like that. And I don't think any other that I know of, no other platform has that where they aren't doing it as flawlessly, you know, um, so, I mean, I really don't see being able to get away from Facebook or Instagram right now, I'm not saying that it wouldn't 
at some point. That's something I'll figure out. But it's not that big of a deal. I feel like to post on one or the other. Like you said, like you copy and paste with a view. You know, I usually use Instagram to edit my pictures and then move it over to Facebook. So, do you like one of them more than the other? Like, do you feel better about one of them more than the other? Mm, I like gathering information more on um, Instagram. I can find more of what I like as far as like me being a user. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't from, I feel like it's just real impersonal. Like, I don't know that I want to <clears throat> work toward like really growing a following there. Cause I don't know. I just, I, I am a very like community oriented person, you know, and I believe yeah. we're not supposed to do this life alone. And I, that's just kind of what Instagram is with me. I feel like it's just comments or, you know, like. I don't know. I feel like it's hard to get to know people. You can get to know the person doing the videos and the reels and all of that, but it's hard to get to know the people watching you. Yeah. The other people in it. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I hear you. So in terms of Facebook groups, do you want to tell me more about your young living Facebook group? Like what kind of stuff did you do in there that was very like emotionally draining, time consuming, <laughs> that was difficult for you to leave? I started it in 2016 and just, I don't know, grew had probably at any time, like over maybe hundred to 150 people somewhere in there. Um, but I mean, I scheduled content to go every day of the week, pretty much like four to seven days, we'll say, depending on the season. Uh, but usually had like themes for the month and there was just, um, I put a lot of work into planning to make it like pretty and organized and all the things that, um, I don't think that social media necessarily has to have that anymore because it's more about authenticity and just showing up, not, you know, not in perfection. Um, so, but then I always, like there was always someone running the group with me, which I always appreciated because we made it a lot of work for the two of us or the three of us, mm -hmm. you know? So by myself, I just look at it like, Oh my gosh. But I also recognize I don't have to run it like that anymore. I don't have to post every day. I'd rather have quality content a few days a week than quantity of every single day, you know, mm -hmm. unless there's, unless it comes to me naturally or whatever, yeah. you know? So, but I mean, I have a ton of information about toxin free living in that group. Like I pulled everyone from it, but kept it so that I have the information. Um, so it wouldn't be as hard the second time around because I have a lot of it. Do you still have that group? Mm -hmm. Are people still in it? Nope. I dropped every one of them out of it about two years ago. Okay. Totally recognize now why I shouldn't have done that. What, um, what stirred that on? Um, because we were trying to, I, I was done with social media. Um, and I was stepping away from young living. I'm not done with social media, but like done with the group, right? Done yeah. educating in that regard. And uh, I want, I didn't want them to feel like they had just been dropped off. So I encouraged everyone to get into my uplines group so that they would still have support. And at that point, like it was a Facebook group, everything. So if you were in Young Living, you would be in this person's group, and that person, and that person. And it was just a lot. And I was like, you know what? Like Everybody doesn't need to be, I, I totally see why I should have left them in there now, but at the time mm -hmm. it was like, I'm just going to get them out of here. Let them focus on where they need to be because I am not going to be that person for them anymore. So I just didn't want them 
I don't know. I don't really know what my thinking was. So, <laughs> yeah. But okay. Um, did you have a bad falling out with Young Living or like? Nope. Nope. The Lord just, um, he just called me away from it. I really had gotten really disinterested in terms of the business side of things. Like, again, I'll, I love the product. Um, but no, I just knew it wasn't for me. And so I kind of stepped away like six to nine months. I just kind of wasn't showing up as much and that sort of thing. And then the Lord gave me clarity right before I joined Yvonne and was like, okay, to let go of young living. Um, so why, why do you feel like you have to recreate this group or like take, take content from it and put it elsewhere? Why can't you just like start this same group back up? Like with all the information that's already all the work, all the prettiness, all of the organization, like, what if you left that how it was, uh-huh. rena- rename the group, maybe okay. delete some of the like super heavy, like young living content and replace it with, you know, some of the other stuff that you have going, but like to not do all the work all over again. The like, only thing is because my, well, she's a good friend of mine. She and I created it together. So I would just have to make sure that she's okay with it. Like, you know, I mean, not all the content is mine. Like she created some of it too. Okay. So that would really be the only thing. Um, so but I see what you're saying. The other thing I was thinking of is, you know, I used to write like super long posts with lots of good information, but mm-hmm. nobody can digest that anymore. <clears throat> so that was more my thinking of like having that group as my resource to go and pull from and take like that of four paragraphs. And that can be four separate posts you know, like recycling in that way is kind of what I was thinking. Um, but yeah, so in terms of reopening the group, you're just saying because the information would just already be sitting there. So you mm-hmm. have- okay. Yeah. Instead of having to recreate it, but, um, I want to, I want to visit on this thing that you had just said is that nobody, you know, some, a lot of it was like long form, like educational posts or whatever else that were four paragraphs and, and nobody has that attention span or reads it anymore. People do. They do when it's important to them. Mm -hmm. You're right. It's about right up front. And this is one of the things I'm learning too. It's almost like this hook line, right? You have to have a hook that catches people that makes people say, Hmm, I want to know more about what she has to say. And then the next thing they're reading, what's in it for me. And so just making sure right off the bat, you get something that grabs their attention and get something that is speaking to them in a way that they're realizing I should keep reading because there's, there's value or, you know, there's education, there's inspiration, encouragement. Mm -hmm. There's something in here for me. Thank you. That's very true. Um, So people will, I mean, I read posts that are like, if I look at it beforehand, I don't know that I ever would have read it, you know, like, but as I'm reading and I'm like, well, now I can't stop. Yes, that's so <laughs> <And> true. So, <laughs> if you're speaking to your ideal client, they will read it no matter how long it is. If it's something that's, there's something in it for me. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about that, but then there's something else that you had said in terms of, you know, recreating the group and putting stuff out there, I do see a benefit to that is like, it does take some pressure off of your plate for having to create new stuff like initially, but 
I think, I think it doesn't have to be as much as you're saying, like my group right now, I don't really add a whole lot, right? I'll copy and paste my same post that's on my wall to my group because maybe 60% of the people that are in there are on my friends list. And even if they are, are they going to see it? Is the algorithm going to show them? Well, maybe, maybe they'll see it in the group, yes. but my like daily scheduled posts are just getting other people to engage and comment. Mm-hmm. I figured out what kind of things really speak to their heart and that they want to share about. And I'm still working and tweaking that, but, um, it's just like, Hey, here's a, thankful Thursday. What are you thankful for today? And then other people are showing up in there and then that's helping with that community aspect that you really love, Mm -hmm. you know, like getting people to know each other. And I just love when people have conversations and affirm each other or add value to each other in the comments. Like we're all part of the community, part of the church. Right. Right. So, um, I would encourage you to think a little bit more on that. Like it's time consuming and it is this big deal and it doesn't have to be right. Right. You don't have to always educate, educate and make it pretty and, you know, schedule all these posts all day, every day. If you had a group that was simply for you to run your challenge and then you added some content, you know, even if it was once a week in there. And then you use it to run another challenge or even copy and paste what's already on your timeline into there. Um, Mm -hmm. make it what feels good to you because that's, what's going to, that energy is going to be what's picked up about and from other people. My group used to feel really, really icky to me. Multiple times I've thought about deleting it. Multiple times I've thought about deleting people from it. And it was six months ago nine months ago, I was like, I should just delete the group. Nobody engages. Nobody even cares. I add all this great value to them and nobody even reads it. You know, it's like, I got so caught up in like, and I was allowing it to mean something about me. Right. That like what I share isn't valuable or I'm not worth people's time or whatever else. And then now I've done a lot of this work on me and what it is about me and my relationship with the group. And made it something that feels good to me. And now the engagement is like going crazy. Not that engagement really matters. Right. But now when I post my offer, people will see. Right. Absolutely. Um, anything in particular coming up with all of that for you? Uh, I think spending more time in like, what is it about my relationship with the group, you know, and, um, and, like going about it from that standpoint, I think it will be very freeing. And also <clears throat> I can sit around all day and make excuses about why I'm not starting something or why I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I can totally recognize that, you know? Um, so I am, I've put on my calendar that my Wednesdays are like um, about content, about building social media, some of that kind of stuff. So I'm just going to start being more intentional with Wednesdays, having it be that kind of stuff, not worrying about, you know, building my page or whatever, like my, you know, landing page and that kind of stuff. Like I'm just going to focus on social media. Okay. Yes. Cool. I would encourage you to do the, um, mindset reset workbook on this. Okay. And you don't have to fill out like every page, every square, whatever else, even if it was just that first page of like, 
the circumstance is like Facebook or Facebook groups feel like too much work. You know, what kind of feelings does that bring up? What kind of thoughts, what kind of beliefs and the action and result we know is just like to avoid it and not want to do it. And like, you're really trying to work to overcome that. Mm -hmm. And then using that second space to rewrite, like, what if it wasn't too much work or how would you rather feel about it? And just taking some time to dig into those thoughts and beliefs and feelings behind it, because I did hear that shakiness in your voice a little bit. And Mm -hmm. if that's inside of you, how you feel, we need to get those thoughts and beliefs out to be able to, um, work through them. So you can show up from the energy of like, I want to be here. This is good. Like, yes. That makes so. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Okay. I'll go do my homework. <laughs> awesome. Um, let me know if you have any questions. I, do you have telegram? Yes. Okay. Well, you're welcome to telegram me. Um, just as a reminder, like if you Facebook message me or anything else like that, I probably won't get back right away. But if you telegram me, I will respond sooner. So if you have any questions between now and your next session, um, don't hesitate to let me know. Wow. What a call. Maybe you can relate to some of the things that Ashley shared, whether it's your mindset tied to social media or not. I think we've all gone through these somewhat traumatic experiences where people just lashed out at us or bit back in a way that was inappropriate but has caused us to retreat or question ourselves or have this apprehension in stepping out and stepping forward even when we know it is something that God has called us to do. And I just want to remind you how much mindset work matters in terms of not just things related to social media or business but motherhood and parenting and life in general, stewardship of our home, our relationship with our spouse, friendships, etc. The list literally goes on. And I am a firm believer that Christ has called us to take every thought captive. And this is what it means when we do this mindset work. We are checking our thoughts and checking our emotions, digging deep and getting behind them in almost every single coaching call that I have with my clients. We do not like to leave any stone unturned because we know that by taking those thoughts captive, by taking those beliefs captive even, and holding them up to the light of scripture and to the light of truth, that we are able to become better people ourselves And that is only going to grow the kingdom, to help serve our family, and to show up in the ways that we want to in the world. I think a lot of us like to think that mindset doesn't really matter, or we don't even really know what mindset is. But I assure you, sisters, it is arguably the most important thing. And I'm so grateful for the shift in my life when I learned this and was able to learn these tools that I share with my clients and um, use them to transform my life because it is so incredibly powerful, but it's allowed me to shift my perceptions and my perspective in so many things, so many different circumstances in life. 
And while we can often focus on the outcomes or the actions and behaviors that we have or others have, or we can focus on our circumstances, it's the space between those things that matters. And so if you do not have somebody helping you in this area, in this mindset area, I encourage you to reach out and book a consult because it is so, so, so incredibly important to have somebody who is outside of the forest, somebody who's able to see the trees and to see their roots and to be a mirror back to that and to help point out and recognize and ask those powerful questions that will lead you to a place of uprooting those nasty weeds and changing the fruit that you are bearing in your life. See you on the consult, sister. The link is in the show notes. And God bless.